Welcome to Wednesdays with the Doc with your host, Dr. Daphne, bringing you a healthy dose of encouragement, inspiration, and hope as we create lifestyles for success. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Wednesdays with the Doc. I am your host, Dr. Daphne, and I am so excited to be back with you all today. I know that it has been a little bit of time since I have been with you all, and I think the last time that I posted an episode, we were starting the conversation of talking about anxiety, and I have to say (laughs) that Um, Everything that we've been dealing with, with the last year and a half with the pandemic, you know, has definitely caused an increase in anxiety for everyone. It has disrupted everyone's normal um, operating routines or their normal um, daily routines. And that includes me, um, you know, which is why I haven't (laughs) recorded um, my podcast show or podcast episodes as often as I want to or have planned to for this year. But I am happy to be back with everyone um, today and I look forward to sharing more um, episodes with you on the Wednesdays with the Doc podcast show. You know, I created this podcast show because I really, you know, am passionate about helping um, others to live um, and create their best life. I believe that we are supposed to live healthy, um, productive, love-filled lives while we are here on earth. And so part of, I think, my calling (laughs) is to um, share about mental health and educate about mental health so that you can live your best life and so that you can live a healthy life and so that you can create the best life that you want and have a life that is filled with love. So anytime that I can talk about mental health and educate on mental health, Um, I am happy because I believe this is my calling. And so because I haven't been doing it as often as I would have liked, you know, I haven't, I felt like, you know, there was something missing. So I am very happy to be back with you all today um, to share on the Wednesdays with the Doc podcast show. So today I'm going to pivot a little bit from that last episode. The last episode was January 20th and we started talking about anxiety and having you to um, identify and recognize your causes of anxiety and stress, as well as what happens in your body when you are um, experiencing anxiety or stress. So this, the last episode was bringing you to more of an awareness of what happens for you when you are experiencing anxiety. So I want you to hang on to that. Wherever you, you know, tracked that information or wrote that information down, I want you to hang on to that because we're going to build on those things each episode. But for today, I really want to focus and talk about um, mental health versus mental illness. So many of you may know that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so again, as a mental health professional, I believe every day is Mental Health Awareness Month. Every day is an opportunity for me to educate um, the community, to educate individuals about mental health and mental illness and what things they can do um, to, you know, maintain um, a healthy life mentally and what things they can do if they do find themselves um, faced with a mental illness. But so for Mental Health Awareness Month, um, I am going to start today by talking about the difference between mental health 
and mental illness. And I know that many of us, we've heard these words before, mental health and mental illness. We often use mental health and mental illness interchangeably, um, but they are not the same. And they really should not be used um, interchangeably. And I know we do it all the time. So today I want to talk about the difference between the two. So mental health um, is really how we are functioning. Mental health is the effective or healthy functioning in our daily activities. And, you know, those, those are things like going to work, going to school, um, addressing your hygiene, you know, all of the things that we do in the morning, brush our teeth, take a shower, fix breakfast, um, have friends, um, you know, clean our rooms, keep our house clean, engage with our family. So again, mental health is going to be the effective or healthy functioning in our daily activities. And when we have that effective and um, healthy functioning in our daily activities, it results in us being able to engage in productive activities, um, engaging in those productive activities at home, with our interaction with our family, um, at work, how we interact with our coworkers, how we, you know, discharge the duties of our job or how we engage in um, work or school, as well as with self-care. Are we taking care of ourselves? Are we having downtime? Are we doing things that we find enjoyable? That healthy um, functioning also results in us, again, having healthy relationships with our family, with our friends, and even with our coworkers. We want to have healthy professional relationships. That um, healthy functioning also results in us having the ability to adapt to change. And I've said it numerous times. <laughs> this um, pandemic has, you know, really shown a lot of people where they may, you know, have some challenges adapting to change, where they may have um, some challenges um, adapting to adversity or being able to problem solve. This pandemic has really opened up um, the eyes of a lot of people as to where um, their mental health is, you know, what state their mental health is in, if they are really able to function effectively. So again, you know, with um, mental health and being able to effectively um, and function and function in a healthy way is also the ability to adapt to change. And it's the ability to cope with adversity or to engage in healthy, productive problem solving. And again, with the pandemic, it has really shown um, some people where they may have some deficits or, or need some help with developing healthy coping strategies or developing um, the ability to adapt to change in a healthy manner. And change is just a natural part of life. You know, we go through changes as we age, we go through stages, um, change as we advance through different life courses and different stages in life. So change is a natural part of life. So we really do want to make sure that we are able to adapt to that change in a healthy way. So now we want to talk a little bit about mental illness. So whereas mental health is the effective or healthy functioning in our daily activities, mental illness really is the result of not having that healthy or effective functioning. Mental illness, they are really the conditions that affect our thinking or that, that can affect a person's thinking, their feeling, or their mood. And we're talking about significant changes in um, thinking, emotion, and or behavior. And when I say significant changes, you are seeing um, a significant um, impact on how you function daily, 
you're um, seeing a significant impact on being able to engage with your family and friends, being able to do things like clean your house, being able to, you know, go to work and function productively, being able to take care of yourself. You're going to see some significant changes. These changes are going to occur over a certain period of time. Now, it's, it's normal. You know, all of us have days where we don't feel like cleaning our house, where we don't feel like cooking, so we order out, where we may just have a lazy day around the house watching movies all day. That's fine. That's natural. We need those kind of days. But you want to look for significant changes that are occurring over a certain period of time where maybe it's not just one day where you're laying on the couch and not um, being productive, not showering, not eating. This may be a week. This may be two weeks. This may turn into a month. So again, you want to look for these kind of significant changes occurring over a certain amount of time. With mental illness, again, it is the condition that affect a person's thinking, um, their feeling or mood. And mental illness really, for me, is the result of not having effective or healthy functioning in your daily activities. Mental illness affects the ability to relate um, to others and function daily. Again, you're going to see problems in your relationships. You're going to see problems um, in, in isolating or withdrawing from your family. Mental illness is also associated with um, a distress or problems functioning in social activities, in work or family activities. Again, you're going to have problems on your job. You're going to have an issue, you know, getting along with your coworkers in a professional manner. You're going to have issues with actually fulfilling the duties of your job or even at school um, for kids. You're going to see that at school. Some examples of mental illness are depression, substance use, anxiety, bipolar disorder. These are things that are more common for us that we, you know, probably hear or know that people experience on a more regular basis. Over the um, over this year with the podcast show, we are going to really break down um, some of those more common um, mental illness conditions um, or mental illness or mental um, or diagnoses. We're going to break them down a little bit more um, to help you kind of understand what to look for and what each of those uh, mental illness conditions are. So some signs and symptoms um, that you want to look out for with knowing if you are having some issues with you know your functioning, if you're having some challenges with your mental health, or if you are starting the development of mental illness. Again, this is not um, to make a diagnosis, but this is really to make you more aware of what is happening within yourself and within your body and within your um, daily functioning. You want to look for you know feeling sad or down. Again, we're talking about over um, an extended period of time. And we're not talking about things that are situational. Like it's natural to feel sad if you have to put your pet down. It's natural to feel sad after a breakup. It's natural to feel sad in this pandemic if you have not been able to visit your family or hang out with friends. Natural to feel sad. But again, we're looking for things that are occurring over an extended period of time, you know, over, you know, two weeks or more. You know, are you feeling feeling sad or down? Is it followed by some kind of impact to your, to your daily functioning? You want to also look for extreme mood swings. And these are, you know, real extreme highs and lows, you know, feeling, you know, definitely overly happy or euphoric and, and lows where you are 
um, so down that you're not able to engage in daily functioning. So you want to look for those extreme mood swings. Again, you want to look for withdrawing from family or friends. You want to look for a significant change in your eating habits. Are you not eating? Are you not eating enough? Or are you overeating? Are you eating, you know, too much and eating um, unconsciously, you know, with the just mindlessly eating? You want to look for those kind of changes and you want to look for excessive anger, hostility, or violence. Again, this is not to make a diagnosis, but this is to make you aware of kind of what's happening um, within your own functioning, what's happening within your body, um, and so that you can recognize when you are starting to have some challenges in your in healthy functioning, or when you may you know start to feel like you are developing a mental illness and you need to seek professional help. I am always going to talk about <laughs> seeking professional help. There is no shame in talking to a therapist or getting help you know for an issue that you're not able to address on your own. So for our activity um, for the end of this episode, in each episode, I'm going to start giving an activity to help us, you know, kind of reinforce some of the things that we are hearing. So to go along with the activity from the previous episode where you kind of kept track of the things that are your source of anxiety and stress and what happens in your body, um, for this episode, the activity that I want you to engage in over the next couple of weeks are to track your mood. I want you to track, you know, how you're feeling, what activities you were engaging in, you know, tracking, you know, if you were sad, if you were angry, if you, um, if it impacted your being able to function in your relationship, what were the conditions surrounding, you know, that mood and what happened that day. Now you can track your mood a few different ways. You know, you can use the notes on your cell phone or the calendar app on your cell phone. So each day um, you can go into your calendar app and just make notes of what you felt that day and how you felt and what happened, um, what you know your activities were that day, what things you enjoyed doing. Or you can do what I do and that's journal. I personally love journaling. <laughs> um, I feel like journaling is a way for you to organize your thoughts. And for me, journaling helps me to really get out you know, a lot of um, feelings that I may have when I'm struggling with something, or even when I'm happy and I feel like I want to, you know, keep this memory. I journal a lot. And journaling also will help you to track your moods, to track um, how you felt about something. And you can really, you know, write and get those feelings out. Or, and I use this often um, in sessions with clients, you can use the Dalio app. Um, and it's D-A-Y-L-I-O. And this is an app that you can actually use to track your moods. Um, I use it with clients when I want them to, you know, kind of um, see their patterns of behavior or see how often they are experiencing um, certain symptoms like with depression, how often they are feeling sad, how often um, they're not engaging in activities that they enjoy. And it's a way for us to track those symptoms or track their moods to see what their patterns of behavior are. So that is your activity for the next couple of weeks. When we come back for the next episode, we're going to continue, you know, um, focusing on mental health um, awareness and really talking about defense mechanisms and, you know, healthy coping skills. And we are going to pick back up with talking about um, sources of anxiety and stress. But, you know, as we 
you know, are real, are still, you know, dealing with some of the effects of the pandemic and, you know, uncertainty for some people with employment because of the pandemic and, you know, still having, you know, some restrictions on travel and, and being out socially. I want you to give yourself a little bit of grace and give yourself, you know, some space to take care of you. Do things, do one thing every day that you enjoy doing. I always, you know, when I'm talking to clients, or even when I'm talking to the students um, where I am um, a professor, I always encourage them to do one thing each day that you enjoy or do one thing each day that makes you happy or bring you joy. We want to start fully living our lives. And one way to do that is to start doing things that we enjoy, as well as to address our mental health and to look at where our functioning is and make sure that we are functioning healthy in a healthy manner and being mindful of, you know, some of the signs of mental illness and knowing when it is time for us to go seek help. Now, I know that you are getting some valuable information on the podcast show, but as always, the podcast show is not a replacement for therapy. If you feel like you are in distress or you know that you've been dealing with a challenge for quite some time and you're not able to handle it on your own, please, please, please seek out a professional licensed therapist, clinical social worker, psychologist. Um, Please seek out some help. Psychology Today is a great tool to find licensed therapists or mental health professionals in your area. Um, You can also go to Therapy Tribe, Um, And every county um, has some, you know, county mental health agency or local mental health agency with licensed therapists and case managers where you can also receive services. Um, If you are in, you know, the Virginia area, I know Virginia has community services boards that also have um, resources um, for licensed therapists. Um, If you are in the Northern Virginia area, um, our practice, Loudoun Counseling and Coaching, located in Sterling, Virginia, um, they also, um, you know, we have licensed therapists um, with openings and availability. I know with the pandemic, some therapists are doing virtual visits. If you're not comfortable yet, going back out, um, you know, socially. So, you know, those are options. But again, the podcast show is not a replacement for therapy. I have thoroughly enjoyed my time with you all today. Thank you for subscribing to the podcast show. Follow me on social media platforms at Wednesdays with the Doc. Um, Follow my blog at drdaphneking.com. And I look forward to continuing to share with you all um, over this next year. Have an awesome Wednesday.